So um, thank you again, Amma. Um, I guess one of the things that came up in your talk are uh, this issue of imagery uh, or images, representational images for climate change. And that's maybe a connection to the talk that's coming up uh, by Arts Collaboratory. Um, so Arts Collaboratory AC is a uh, trans-local network. We also go in terms of ecosystem. Um, of 25 organizations uh, from uh, situated in Africa and Asia and Latin America and the Middle East and the Netherlands. So the Netherlands being Casco and Dune, I see Miro in the corner, Dune Foundation. Um, and the focus of the network is um, to engage in processes for social change and working with uh, communities beyond the field of art, which is the thing that we have in common. And I know that Ferdi, uh, to my right, uh, will be speaking. Uh, Ferdi is from Kunji Culture Studies in, uh, in Indonesia. And who is speaking with Ferdi? Ah, Sari Denis. <laughs> Sari Denis is uh, from Krata in Retiro, from Mexico City. And it's the two of you. Ah. So um, the title of your talk is Enduring, uh, clim <laughs> Enduring Climate Change. <laughs> so um, I give the floor to you. And, ah, okay. We're running a little bit behind schedule, um, but I hope we can catch up later the day or we can cut somewhere. You cannot hear me? Uh -huh. I was talking about the schedule and being aware of the fact that we're a little bit behind time. Thank you very much for bearing with that. Um, but I'm hoping that towards the second half of the day, we can catch up somehow. So when we break for lunch, I'll maybe work out a schedule of how we can keep going. Yeah? Hola. Hola. Okay, uh, I'm here. Uh, no, this is so dark. <laughs> okay, it's different. <laughs> okay, then we, we, we are starting and then, uh, yeah. Uh, I, will, I will start with the presentation now and then, um, yes. Where is it? Okay. Maybe you see it while you're not talking. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, where is the file of the PDR, the PowerPoint? <laughs> so many you files. put it here. Ah, okay. Yes. No, it's just one place. Okay. Um, okay. 
Uh, hello, everyone. Um, I, wanna, I want to introduce for, uh, myself. I'm Ferdi. I'm from Kunci. Now the change, we changed our name from Kunci Cultural Study Center to Kunci Study Forum and Collective. And um, I will let Sari introduce herself and uh, Anna also. But we are part of Arts Collaboratory Network, a network of 25 organizations in uh, Asia, Africa, Latin America, Middle East, and Europe. And we were also here last year as part of the contributors. But basically, uh, we've been work, like working together as this kind of unorganic network for five years and trying to invent new ways of living and doing things uh, differently, um, uh, and also doing it in a kind of like self-organized way. Um, yeah, then Sari. <laughs> Hola, uh, I'm Sari. I'm coming from Mexico, and thank you for being here, and thank you, Casco, for inviting us. <laughs> and that's all. From <laughs> Crater, <laughs> no? Yeah, maybe I will introduce Crater later. Okay. Uh, as I said, the Kunji, Crater, and there is also Masarte Masacion, where Anna is involved, and then Casco, and then Dune uh, is uh, also uh, the members of our Scalpatory, and there is also Sina from Kiosco. And we are all here basically trying to kind of like tap in into the conversation and try to also think through this in terms of our own network together and how to uh, replicate or kind of like also intervene in the process. Um, I will start with this, actually, continuing to Amas. Uh, this is like the wretched of the earth. Uh, 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 yeah, it's been, yeah, it's, it has been on fire for, fi for more than 500 years, right? Um, and why we, the way we approach this, this moment is like the session is like uh, coming up with this uh, term, key, keywords, endurance or enduring in a way that climate cat catastrophe, it's a catastrophe that has been happening through, throughout ages and then, but no one's, has, no one's listening and then suddenly there's this character and then make this statement and then everyone starts listening. But then what I'm trying to, I will try to present for now is actually to kind of like share the different uh, like already existing, like almost thousands of uh, way of uh, people dealing with um, environmental issues. Like if you see the map, this is the Envir environmental justice atlas. You see how everything is like concentrated in this part of the world, the, uh, the so-called envir environmental conflict or ecological conflict. And it's been it's been mapped out. It's been it's been it's been it's been it's been accounted, but still, like, we're still here today and trying to find out like what should we do. Like, <laughs> for me, it's like uh, interesting. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, for instance, I will just go kind of like quickly to Indonesia or maybe even Yogyakarta. We go closer to. Jakarta, and you you can easily 
um, kind of see the different case studies. Or maybe before I go jump into like, maybe just to give you a, a bit of like a guideline on how to go through our conversation. Basically, we, 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 we design it more like a puzzle. So we will have like different stories that not necessarily connected to each other. And then Sari will also tell another diff another story, and Anna will tell another story. I will tell different story again, and there's no like li like there's no kind of like clear linear narrative in it. But then at the end, maybe we can get somewhere together. Let's see. And this story, one story that I want to share now is about uh, the sand iron mining in Kulon Progo in Yogyakarta. It's a black gold mining. Uh, is an iron and mine uh, mining, uh, iron sand mining in, in in the southern coast of Yogyakarta, which involved uh, it started in 2008. Um, they have different conflicts, uh, mainly around extractions, but also ac land acquisition conflicts, and then um, the project, which was kind of uh, started by the local government, the the, uh, the sultan, uh, basically lost. They lost. So basically, the the association of the farmers uh, in the coastal part of Yogyakarta, they managed to mobilize us uh, in a quite a huge scale of movement. Um, using a lot of also lobbying and advocacy on, on a policy level, but also doing a lot of research, but also a lot of action on the street, and also uh, media, uh, using medias. Um, and I can say, or even it's stated here, that the, the they manage to win the case, and basically the project got stopped in 2017. So if you see here, uh, project status stop. Do you consider this environmental justice success? Was environmental justice served? Yes. But after that, in 2017, exactly on the same lo location here, a new project comes in, which is the new, new Yogyakarta International Airport, which is a w w different scale and different ways of like struggling, because now we're dealing not just with the local government, but like with the state, like the national government. And then um, I will tell you about that story after, sorry. So let's see Mexico just for a moment. So this is quite uh, not complete because in Mexico right now, like we have like basically all the territory is like uh, struggle, struggling in, against mining, and 
Um, the companies are taking the water of all the place. Like, uh, like I, 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 for me, it's not <laughs> that completed one. But uh, I, I'm going to Mexico City. Uh, I want to come back here. So back 500 years ago, again, uh, this was supposed to be the Valley of Mexico. And it was like a system of lakes. Um, and this is now where the, as you can see, this is the, the border of the lake. And now we have Mexico City over the lake. Like it's all the ur this is all the urban area. And uh, this was um, like a drying plan uh, made like for around 400 years. And also like the um, drying the lake was also part of the all the administrative um, task during all these years. So basically I'm going here to Lago de Xochimilco. This is the southern area of Mexico City, and it, this is like the only part in which we still have like some parts of um, water and channels and some small lakes. This is 1920, then 1927, no, 1917, 70, <laughs> and in these days, no? So the place where I going to talk about is more or less around here. So this is like the last uh, part of the area. Um, I will read you uh, something I wrote some time ago. It's like, um, by transitioning through the channels in Chinampa, um, we retreat from the collective memory, the remembrance of this city as a lake system in these territories. Uh, there were at least uh, five lakes. Um, I cannot understand my, my own letter. <laughs> Sompango uh, and Xochimilco. So in 1990, more or less, uh, we started like having the, this area as the only, the last part where we can still have the lake. And today, uh, yeah, we are working in the Chinampas uh, with the people that is actually trying to uh, the lake not to be dry, completely dry. No. Um, okay, this is a chicuarote. This is the originary Chile from this place, San Gregorio Atlapulco. That is the town I'm talking about. And Chicuarote is um, it's an old seed um, that people used to plant in this area, and it's also like the um, gentilicio, like the way the people call uh, the originary people from the town. But this is not a nice name because it's related to the idea that they are uh, like wild and rebels or whatever, like they are like rural, like it, it used to be like a very bad name for them. 
And these years we have been working with the uh, with some people of the area, with farmers, and we decided to plant this chili because we wanted to reclaim the memory and the um, and the possibility of of being wild and rebels and revolutionaries. So uh, I will show a video. La chinoa para nosotros es, ahora sí que es como ahora sí que una, una segunda madre, ¿por qué? Porque es la madre tierra. ¿sí? A nosotros, por ejemplo, desde, desde, nos abuel, desde nuestros abuelos, ha sido prácticamente el sostén de, de, la, de, de, las, de las casas. ¿no? Ya acá estoy. ¿Me escuchas? una segunda madre, ¿por qué? Porque es la madre tierra. ¿sí? A nosotros, por ejemplo, desde, desde, nos abuel, desde nuestros abuelos, ha sido prácticamente el sostén de, de, la, de, de, las, de las casas, ¿no? Y se le ha apreciado tanto que aquí en San Gregorio prácticamente es, es muy difícil, o sea, vender a la, digamos, la chinampa, ¿por qué? La filosofía que hay es, no puedes vender a la chinampa, ¿por qué? Porque es como si estás vendiendo a tu madre, o sea, En la época de la revolución mi abuelo fue zapatista, mi bisabuelo más bien, se llamó Encarnación, creo que rico, algo así, no recuerdo bien sus apellidos, ¿no? Él en un, este, perdió la vida en, en Morelos, una vez que terminó la revolución, en compensación a las personas que estuvieron con zapata, pues a mi abuela, a mi bisabuela le dieron una, una parcela, eh, que es elegido. Entonces, todos esos beneficios que hemos tenido, o sea, parten de todos nuestros, de, de, de nuestros abuelos que dieron su vida. ¿sí? Entonces, si yo ahorita tengo ciertas comodidades, ciertas libertades, es gracias al, al esfuerzo, a la lucha que ellos, que ellos hicieron. Entonces, en buena hora que fuéramos chicuarotes y que fuéramos rebeldes y que fuéramos este, unos incivilizados, porque eso nos ha permitido la defensa de nuestros territorios. ¿no? Al final de cuentas, esto que los demás ven mal, para nosotros y para una gran cantidad de aves y de especies ha significado que se hayan salvado, ¿no? que hayamos este, conservado las zonas y por ende salvado estas especies, salvado estos ecosistemas, salvado el sistema chinampero. Entonces ahora sí eh, me siento muy orgulloso de ser chicuarote, reivindico ser chicuarote porque considero que, esa, eh, esa, que, ellos, que la gente ve mal pues ha, ha sido un beneficio para, para nosotros. ¿no? Now we're gonna play a video from Anna. Uh, it's a pre-recorded because uh, the con uh, we were worried about the connection. Okay. Hi, my name is Anna Garzon. I'm part of Fasarte Mas Action Foundation that is also part of Arts Collaboratory Network. And hi to my colleagues that are there in Utrecht. Uh, 
being part of this session, Sari, Ferdi, Sina. Um, for the code that you are drafting, I would like to share our experience as Masarte Mas Acción, that from the beginning of our organization, environmental issues and the relation and the reflection about those topics has been super important on how to create ways of reflecting through the art, seeing through the critical thinking. So for us, uh, it's important to participate in those kind of scenarios, also to share our local experience in Colombia that I think many communities has been uh, fighting against two mega projects and against to the displacement uh, that always are related to how all this pressure that the central zones are putting to the rurals and how the ethnic rights as well has been treated by the notion of development and progress. So for the cause, I, I would like to address three things that maybe I'm going to go in deeply after, which is first of all, the, the, the importance of the notion of self-representation. As we see now, the Yo. climate change is becoming Yo. a trend. It is super important to to see how all the voices that have been fighting from the last 100 years or almost from the colony, we can be more accurate. Uh, uh, haven't seen in the mass media so much as now Greta and those movements that we embrace for sure, but what is important to see that in our territories not always have the possibility to be expressed also, I think it would be nice to address, or more than nice, is to recognize that many activists in the South has been killed, and the notion of how we can create protection of the territorial and social leaders, uh, that sometimes we see that there is no continuation of the struggles because always the fear is kind of the components that affect uh, our process. And the last thing is that communities lives while food lasts. So to, to not romanticize and idealize the, the, yeah, the struggles and the idea of conservation has been done by the black communities and indigenous communities because there is needed also access, mobility, and we always put that pressure into the rural zones, the, the, you know, the idea that conservation is something that black communities, farmers, indigenous, and poor people has to do um, regarding the, all the development and progress that we are creating in the central. So I think these three things is something that we should take into consideration for the code. And maybe Sari and Perry can talk a little bit more about that. Okay, coming back to the normal presentation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, what we do as a network in arts collaboratory is also um, addressing this conversation. And for example. Um, in 2016, we uh, created this project called Territories, in which we, one of the outputs of the project was this newspaper called Common Tools. Uh, it was 
um, collecting um, interviews from different people in, um, well, I mean, all territories. It was Colombia, uh, Kyrgyzstan, Mali, Cameroon, South Africa, and Mexico. And common tools, especially what? I'm sorry. Um, was dipping very much into Mexico and indigenous communities in Mexico and Colombia. So there is a bi uh, big connection between our struggles. Um, not only because we are in the same continent, but also because Mexico and Colombia have this situation of um, like the gore capitalism and necropolitics and everything. So uh, this is our friend Samir. Um, in uh, the first interview that you can see in our Common Tools uh, newspaper is uh, his word. And in this interview, he's telling about the, uh, his experience in the uh, communitarian radio in his community that is a struggle against uh, a mega project, um, especially a gasoduct and um, two thermoelectrics, two thermoelectrics in the in a volcanic area, and even the actual president. Uh, some years ago, he went to the area and he said it, this would be cancelled because this should be cancelled because it's putting in danger like a lot of uh, people, the health but also security. And then when he became president, he said it was okay and it was not a problem uh, anymore. So this is more or less common tools, our newspaper. And um, we also, I mean, I also bring this because. Uh, we were working also like on drawing and imaginaries of the place. And this is also from Chinampa. And um, two other experiences uh, around drawing uh, um, that are not only drawing, but we also mix like with the entire life. And this was also a project related to um, um, fire fire in the kitchen, but fire in the barricades and fire in the communities and uh, these kind of things. And solidarity on economy. And this is, is these are some posters that we made, but they are related to um, bigger um, conversations. And um, the main thing I want to point here is that uh, our Artistical practices are very much interweaved with uh, the rest of the life, no? <laughs> so for the for the code, we were discussing this, like in Mexico, and we were saying like uh, uh, this uh, difference between praxis and theory that has no sense, and this is something we want to point, no? Like it should be always interweaved. No? Um, I think we're coming back to Indonesia now. Yeah, <laughs> for my second story, I will continue about this plan around the new Jogja International Airport, which um, actually Jogja already have a, an airport, but uh, then invest investor, and especially since this new so-called uh, so uh, democratic president who is so into development, infrastructural developments, uh, we s this plan kind of came up and what happened is not just they're going to develop an airport but because it also involved um, 
an atropolis, which is a city or a, a recreational business, residential, and industrial areas that is going to be built around the the this so-called um, airport. And what happened if, or actually, it's still going. Uh, it, it is going to happen. Is that we will have biodiversity loss, wildlife agrodiversity, desertification, basically uh, lands are drying out, food insecurity, crop damage, loss of landscape, social soil erosion, soil erosion, deforestation, uh, loss of vegetation cover, uh, potential floods, uh, river from from the river from the coast, mud flow, soil contamination groundwater pollution or depletion. That's only the environmental one. And for the health, potentially cause mal malnutrition, mental problems, stress, depression, and suicide, violence related to health impacts such as homicides, rapes, etc. health problems related to alcohol alcoholism. This is uh, collected through research by our team. And when I say our team is because Kunci is also involved in in the process, as not the whole Kunci, uh, Dina especially uh, is involved in. Uh, at the beginning, she was more involved as like the buzzer for like in uh, the media, but then then she's go into more deep doing more, uh, deep research and policy writing or policy recommendation writing. And then there's also the social social economical impact. Can you play a bit? of displacement, loss of livelihood, loss of traditional knowledge, militarization, and increased police presence, violation of human rights, land dispossession. And um, yeah, but so there's a lot of things that is happening on the ground um, in the last uh, couple of years. Uh, these are some of the things that is happening, such as artistic and creative action through guerrilla theater, murals, blockades, Development of uh, network collective action, involvement of national and international NGOs, land, land occupation, maybe we stop there, media-based activism, um, public campaigns, street protests, strikes, refusal for compensation, because people try to buy uh, the activists, or the, the developer try to buy the activists, but then ref uh, with compensation. Um, but what happened after that is that the, the conflict of the uh, the outcome of the conflict is uh, a lot of people they were bought, and then there's also criminalization of activists, migration and displacement, repression, and um, yeah, because what happened now is basically the airport is it's on the way and and is actually ready to. Uh, function within less than a year. Um, this is also the thing that we do is uh, maybe sorry uh, because we we connect with the people at the Chinampas and uh, trying to make this campaign around the world. Um, yeah, I think something we have been. Um, not only talking about, but thinking and doing about, is the solidarity 
um, solidarity, how to understand solidarity, how to um, create solidarity, whatever, no? So uh, this is a picture the people of the Chinampa sent to Indonesia um, to almost two years ago. Uh, when we uh, still had like a struggle in Mexico against also an international airport. And that was the only project that actually got cancelled in Mexico. Um, but then they, um, they recreate like the mega project in an just in another place. Um, the struggle was very connected to the to the lake, to the this idea of the lake because uh, the airport in Mexico was. Um, in one of the last parts of the lacustrine area also, like the in, in actually they really dry it in a way. Uh, so we wanted to, to, to connect our struggles between Mexico and Indonesia and uh, we, we understood in that moment that there is a huge uh, movement, as you might know, of course, against airports all around the world. Um, so we send this picture basically, no? And the other thing I wanted to say is um, this one, because uh, after uh, at the beginning of this year in February, um, our friend Samir uh, was killed, and what we um, what we are doing here is. Um, uh, farming and planting trees and pl and all around the the country uh, to remember Samir in a global action uh, for just uh, justice for Samir and I don't know what else to say here uh, maybe something that it's very um, in a way stressful. Um, because uh, now we have like a lot of images of Samir and he's all around the walls and the newspapers and uh, and prints and I don't know. And something that comes to our mind is how can we keep him alive, not as an image, not as a martyr, but as a uh, human and also as uh, the memory because something the family have in the family and the community and the movement is fighting against. It's also all kind of uh, stories that the government and the narc and not, not and the government and the industry is making about Samir just to justify that he was killed. So um, this is a question we also have like from art, no? Uh, we now, from territories, we are trying to think uh, and to and to to bring this question on how to. We don't want to say goodbye to Samir. We we want to keep walking with him. Uh, like how to say hello again and how to walk with with them because, of course, you know, it's not only Samir, but also in all Latin America, in Colombia, in Mexico, we have like a lot of people. Uh, that is being killed for defending like their land, defending their culture. Um, and then I came again to, to Chinampa. 
Um, I'm just finishing this. Um, like we, we want to think on solidarity also as a possibility of creating uh, self-defense, uh, mutual aid. Uh, I agree with Anna when she says also self-representation uh, and the, this possibility of reclaiming the imaginaries. No? Yes. ciudades, muchas formas de vida, muchas maneras de pensamiento confluyendo, confluyendo en un mismo espacio porque no hay una sola forma de vida, ¿no? tanto esta vida más cercana a lo rural, si se le puede llamar, a una cercanía con la tierra, pero también el mismo es una gran urbe eh, donde el tiempo pasa rápido y donde pasan muchas cosas al mismo tiempo. Pues espacios como este que tienen una cercanía con su territorio y de alguna manera también con, con sus recursos, con sus recursos naturales y el manejo que hacen de esos recursos naturales te habla también de una apropiación que se ha defendido, de defender el territorio, de defender su forma de vida, de defender lo que quieren ser y lo que quieren transmitir también a sus generaciones, ¿no? Que dentro de todas estas muchas ciudades, formas de vivir, esta es una de ellas, y, y que es tan válida como todas las demás y que se está propiciando que se mantenga esta forma de, de vivirla y de sentir la ciudad. Ana, ¿estás still there? Yeah. Yeah, I'll play your last video. Digna, which is a lawyer collective, Marviva that works in environmental and ocean issues and all of these organizations to go deep in the idea of self-representation I would like to share a process in where we are involved as Masartemas Acción that we call Nuki Alliance, Alianza Nuki. In 2016 came the idea or the intention of the new government to be to create and build a port, a trade port in this region here in Nuki. And we were sat down in Bogota, which is the capital of, of Colombia, and where the people decide how should be the country, or we centralize uh, the decisions and the governance of the country. At the moment, we were sat down with Greenpeace, International Conservation, Masarte Mas Acción, Tierra Digna, which is a lawyer collective, Mar Viva that works in environmental and ocean issues. And all of these organizations have been working in Chocó from the last 10 or 20 years uh, in different ways regarding biodiversity, conservation, culture, etc. We realized that day that no one from the local uh, sphere, like black communities and indigenous leaders, were sat down there. And one of the guys in the table said that any organization that were there represent the voice of the local people. So at the moment we, we create 
postcards from the future, which is postales del futuro, uh, as a strategy to recognize what the people are thinking about future and the notion, the notion of port in a place without port like Nukin and with a place with a port in the south. We are in this moment on the Pacific coast. In that way is the north, in that way is the south. And in the south of Colombia, there is the biggest port in which um, is located also a big population of black communities that have not perceived any benefit from this port. Uh, all the commerce is trade by that port, but the uh, amount of inequality of that region is very heavy regarding health, education, and we have also process and cultural process there. So we thought that creating an exchange of audiovisual letters between these two territories could be a good strategy to realize and recognize what kind of narratives are part of these different regions, but also a way of creating a regional solidarity that can reflect together about how the black community has been benefited from the development or the notion of development and what good living could be the way of thinking this territory. During the process, the methodology was that when we are shooting in Nuki, uh, we invite two filmmakers as well from Buenaventura to see this place and to be part of the creative process. And when we are in Buenaventura shooting the short films there, two filmmakers from Nuki goes there also to see what are the struggles of these communities. So through this project, we already have six short films that has been shown in different scenarios, in community scenarios, in the Congress last year, and in different spheres like exhibitions and local uh, meetings that put on the table this problem from a perspective of our communities. And what we found important of that is that uh, we are also permitting or creating the space for the people to circulate and to the table where they can talk from themselves and from their own perspective, which is something that we never done because with the good intentions we always talk from the others and it's not the same where each of us are located. I'm here as a kind of white person in Colombia with all my privilege, but if we really would like to be creating a kind of climate climate change code or justice, if we can say. It is super important. They, their own communities can talk by themselves and not to, to, to put the pressure of just reflecting for the voice of the nature or for the voice of a conservation point of view, but also of the point of view of cosmologic way, in a cosmologic way, and what also are missing in the presence of the state in, this, in these zones because the, the, the structural violence in these territories uh, also limited the people to access of education, health, and when these big projects came to the territory, they always have seen as a way of access to the rights that has been denied historically by the center. Um, I'm gonna close, uh, but maybe, maybe do we still have for time for Q and A? But anyway, 
Um, yeah, because actually when we were preparing this this presentation with Anna also, then uh, we were talking about like the sports in 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 Colombia in 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 Nuki is actually trying to create this new or or revive this old line of the Pacific that brings us back to Indonesia, like to try kind of like connect between Pacific countries and then also trying to see the connections in terms of like how, for instance, palm oil, um, sorry, palm uh, plantation um, is starting in the Amazonian and then after the whole destruction of the Amazonian, it kind of like moved to Indonesia and then now Indonesia is 80% destroyed. They're thinking going back to Colombia um, doing uh, to do that. So this kind of connection, there's, it's quite opaque, like, um, which is not easy to articulate as well. But a lot of this actually not only happening on a kind of like translocal or global level, but also it happens in like the very local uh, situation or settings that we are in, such as in in. Jakarta, for instance, as easy as the connection between all these uh, former activists and they're trying to kind of have this resistant farming, trying to produce an or their own corpse and then cut the uh, a knot, uh, but still selling their work in in or their crops to to traditional like normal markets, while at the same time. Like there's this new urban trend around organic markets that doesn't really connect with the the movement, um, which is just like few kilometers away. And for for us, the biggest the biggest question or our challenge is actually how to connect this very like they're actually quite connected in terms of ideology, but in practice the connection is not always easy to 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 form. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, also, because uh, trying in trying to think about like the whole climate change conversation here in, in Europe, and um, because a lot of what people are dealing with in in the, in, the, in the ground is like it's so real and like task like concrete that they don't see this as a, like a global. They don't see this as a global uh, situation or catastrophe, but. They see this on uh, like this very local uh, 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 appearance, and for us, like uh, for me, if I have to go back and <laughs> to explain again about the conversation here to people back home, it's like okay, so what is this whole climate climate crisis? That would be their question, because uh, it's kind of detach this experience again from from the the reality of things. And also this is something of a question or general question that maybe can be addressed uh, before or for the open space is then how then do you kind of like incorporate or count these often painful memories and histories and into into a code like uh, or maybe it's not a space for that but uh, I will leave, leave it to you or to the assembly. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe sometimes I, hola, ¿me escuchas? Yeah, yeah. Maybe sometimes I sound a little bit eh, worried when I'm talking about 
really the pressure of the central zones or urban zones to to this place and the kind these kind of places that are amazing and paradise, but I, the implication of, of these mega projects for the local people that maybe are small communities, uh, maybe we can see in terms of development and progress, they are just marginal. And, and I think that's the problem sometimes in relation of the common benefit in a broader sense in terms of the interests of the state, no? But mm. I think also that model is affecting so much what is happening in small communities because they don't understand what happened here. So I also would like to address a little bit what um, Perdi also said regarding what can be done by in a global action or something like that, because I have, I have seen how uh, the commerce or, or these uh, strategies, for example, green strategies, now the local community is moving to create these reservoirs for the carbon oxide and in European are paying uh, these reservoirs for the protection, but then also who is going to be the owner of these rights. And also we have now in Colombia, this new strategy to give biocultural rights to the rivers as a strategy to protect them or to yeah, mitigate all the impacts of the mining in the rivers. And it's like putting human rights to the nature, which is crazy, but it has been kind of a strategy, but also I think that also have kind of deadline in a moment when, okay, what we can do really with human rights for the river. So I also very accepting about those kind of strategies, but also to see if we, there is kind of solidarity in this moment when I think the justice map uh, can show how the Southeast has been affected. And for example, here in Colombia, we have seen how, for example, the, the supply chain, if we can say about gold, is there is a moment that we lost all the, the where, the, the, I don't know how to say that, the, the logistic of how, from where are going to the, the, the gold. For example, we now are collaborating with Switzerland artists and, we already have some recognition of how Switzerland is super a, a important actor in, in producing and changing all the raw material that they are extracting from here. And also all the mercury that came from here is coming through Mexico uh, to Colombia. But then there is a legal change that is supported by paramilitary groups. Now, coca is not the big problem in Colombia. It's the mining and the mercury, the gold and the mercury. So if we can be just in this scenario, we should do pressure in those Monsanto uh, companies, how they invest in our territories, because for one side we have the support for do amazing projects in this place, but also by, by the other side, Canada, even the Netherlands in the carbon mining in the north of Colombia. And it's the same strategy that I'm using in Indonesia with the paramilitars. I think all this, those strategies are connected to the conflict that we are living, that we in Colombia for many years were kind of blurry because of 
they left guerrilla, but now there is no way to to put the responsibility to that guerrilla. We can see that the people is fighting a lot in the territories. And what is crazy also in relation to what Sari shared uh, in the case of Samir is that here in Colombia, now the artist has been also a target in this moment. So last year, a filmmaker was, was killed. This year, just one month ago, a muralist was killed in the Cauca region. And just one week also in Cauca was killed uh, a radio uh, locutor, I'm not sure how to say that in English. Um, a radio yeah, activist was killed. So at the beginning, we feel there was only activists, people from the direct communities affected by those uh, projects. But now we can see that also to speak and to create a storytelling, alternative storytelling about the conflict, about our struggles, is also a moment in which we can change maybe the narrative of what is happening. So I think storytelling is super important and self-representation as a strategy, but also we have to see and be super imaginative and radical in the way that we, we create those narratives because we also are in target, no? And no one is helping us to protect ourselves. Um, and I think that's why Colombia still and remains in conflict because we actually haven't have any in the history, any left president, all the presidents that are trying to do something alternative during the campaign has been killed. So um, we have been reminding as a right country, I think Colombia is the right country in Latin America with most history of killing this kind of leader. So we have that kind of story. So we also ask for kind of solidarity and what could mean solidarity really uh, if we if we already know what are the actors and the strategies, no? Uh, yeah, maybe as a side note, <laughs> because uh, yeah, because uh, in AC we we've been trying to think about or we've been trying to practice this solidarity in different ways. Uh, territories is just one project example, but the one that is upcoming is uh, the so-called the food and climate change. Uh, group or working group or we still doesn't know it's a study group also but we, we, we uh, the thing is we we have received uh, some resources from dune foundation to allocate and then to try to basically create this uh not so much of a network but like a loose connection uh, or like loose uh structure of working together around why food is exactly because uh also for okay. us all of this is more kind of like it's also an issue of economy and pol economy pol econo economic political issues that uh, if we start from this as, as thing that is as simple as food, maybe we can we can we can have more also deep conversation around uh, climate change. Thank you so much, Freddy and Sadi. Actually, I'm reminded of the fact that somewhere along the line uh, of the code, food was a question, and I'm not so clear. I can't recall if we managed to integrate it. So there's already a to-do, how to consider issue of food 